Chapter 2 The Dragon Pandy and Amazing Me 01 went to get Red Dragon first. They found his nether portal at the spot he had shown them in the plains biome. They were greeted by a wall of obsidian, crying obsidian, and netherite covered with buttons. They entered the password he had told them to enter, enter when they saw that, and went into a room full of lava. He had shown them a secret button which would drain the lava for just enough time for, the, for them to get through with half a heart left. In the middle of the walkway, Amazingly Zero One pushed a button on the side wall, then sprinted the rest of the way. Then they reached double doors. Red Dragon had told them that the moment they opened the door, thousands of arrows would get fired at them. The button they had pressed earlier solved that, as now two of the netherite blocks around the doors had been pulled back to reveal a secret passage. They calmly walked through the left one, as the one on the right had been rigged with TNT. Once they reached another door, Pandy pushed it open, and they walked through a hallway with glass on all sides to reach Red Dragon's fortress. As they walked, they marveled at one of the five kingdoms of Nether, Magma Keep. Its tall ta towers, taller than towers, towered above them in the distance, and Pandy looked at the panda farm with awe. Wow, this place is amazing, Amazing Me Zero One marveled while walking the glass tunnel. He walked up to one of the pieces of glass and broke it with a silk touch axe to get a clearer view outside. Immediately, a fireball flew out of space and he quickly broke the other piece of glass under it so he could go outside. He stepped out and knocked the fireball straight back at the ghast. It hit the ghast and died, its tears falling into the lava. An ear-splitting scream echoed around the vast depths of the nether. That was close, hinted amazingly Zero One. He observed the massive portal jewel that Red Dragon had created. He spotted chests where diamonds, netherite, gold, and other minerals were kept temporarily before they were carried to Red Dragon's vault through hopper conveyors. He placed the glass again and kept walking. After a few minutes, they reached the front doors of the fortress which were made of iron. Around the front doors, there were chests filled with dirt. There were pressure plates in front of the iron doors. Red Dragon had told them there would be a trap past the door if they stepped on the pressure plate, because if unsuspecting travelers had got, gotten past the traps, then they would let their guard down. He had shown them a button behind one of the chests for them to press. They pressed it, and the doors opened. They hopped over the pressure plates and entered the fortress. There, they saw a massive room made of a mix of red nether bricks and nether bricks. There was an elegant staircase going upward leading to certain depth. In the very corner, they spotted a button to open an elevator. Pandy and Amazingly Zero One marveled at the size of the room. After a minute, they went over to the button and pressed it. The elevator doors opened, and they stepped inside. They selected floor 45 out of 45. Red Dragon had told them he would be there. They felt a sudden jolt as the elevator took off. After less than a second, the elevator doors opened again and they stepped out into a massive room made of netherite blocks. There was a chandelier made of netherite blocks near the roof. They saw Red Dragon standing in front of the lectern. I think he's reading a book, whispered Amazingly Zero One. Yes, I am, replied Red Dragon. We have to talk to you about something, and it's secret, said Amazingly Zero One. I won't tell a soul, replied, replied Red Dragon. Amazingly Zero One pulled out the Sword of Greatness. Red Dragon's eyes opened wide. He turned and broke some of the glass in the room, then jumped out the window. Dragon! yelled Amazingly Zero One. 
Panties and Misingly Zero One looked at the, look ran to the window and looked down. They saw Red Dragon place a boat and get into it at the last second. Red Dragon bolted for the kingdom of Magma Keep without taking his boat. In a second, Amazingly Zero One jumped out and landed in the boat. Pandy also jumped in the boat, but while he was falling, he put the glass back in the window. They sprinted after Red Dragon. When he arrived at the front gate, he, he pleasantly said to the pig Lynn in front, Hello, Grunhoke. How are you today? Grunhoke replied, Not you again, Dragon, and pulled out his axe. He stabbed Red Dragon in the chest. Red Dragon howled in pain, but stood his ground. Amazingly Zero One and Pandy caught up to him, and Amazingly Zero One quickly went to his entrance and, and pulled out his old sword. He held it up. Grunhoke sneered. That barely has any enchantments on it, and it's made of stone, while this... Grunhoke held up his axe. Is made of netherite. What are you going to do with that? Poke me? Amazingly Zero One lunged forward, and at the last second switched the sword of greatness. He stabbed Grunhoke, whose eyes widened in shock. Sword of gr greatness? He asked with a trembling voice. Yup, replied Amazingly Zero One. Now, don't ever attack us again, or you will die. Uh, of course, of course, said Grunhoke, shaking with fear. Red Dragon sprinted back to his fortress and took the elevator back up again. Amazingly, Zero One and Pandy followed. Why did you run there and get stabbed and then just come back? asked Amazingly Zero One as Red Dragon drank a healing potion. Grunhoke would sneak up on me sometimes and break in. He would try to kill me under orders from the King of Magma Keep. They didn't want another stronghold right next to theirs, so I wanted to make him scared and not come anymore. I still don't understand, Dragon. Why don't you kill him, or move somewhere else? Why why make him scared? I can't move somewhere else because I've already designed all these traps. It took me years to do this. I don't want to kill him because that would be an act of war, and the King of Magma Heap would bring his full force down on me. Even my traps couldn't hold back his entire army. So, does injuring him count? He barely had any health left, asked Pandy. Maybe. We'll find out. If he pretends he has tons of pain and isn't healing, then it would. We just have to hope that won't happen. At that precise moment, there was a massive roar from Magma Keep. A thunderous voice boomed. You attacked my guard? He is not healing! He said that you have the Sword of Greatness. Give it to me and you will all be spared. You have one week. If by the end of the week you have not given it to me, your fortress will fall. Red Dragon's face paled. The King of Magma Keep, he whispered. Oh no, oh no, oh no. We're all dead. We can't give up the Sword of Greatness. We're all gonna die. Pandy said, Let's assemble the rest of the team. They can help you. Come on. We'll fight against him if it's the last thing we'll do. Remember the oath. Everybody will help you. Red Dragon's face regained a bit of color. Thanks, Pandy. Come on. Let's get back through the portal. He flicked the lever under his bed and a passageway opened. They walked straight past all the traps and through the portal back to the overworld.